If you need a new roof or a repair, Easton Roofing will take care of you. Estimates are always free and suggestions are built on integrity. Visit EastonRoofing.com for more information. Get back to business faster with Easton Roofing. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. Pro. Stop by or log on today and see why we say life is better with the feather. Hey, I'm Ariana. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Spicy Southwest Salad is when I take a bite, it's like, wow, I'm getting a punch from the roasted corn. I'm getting a kick from the spicy chicken. It's just great. Hi, this is Tori. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Cobb Salad is the avocado lime dressing. It adds to the chicken, the bacon, and the roasted corn. It takes the salad to a whole nother level. Order a salad for delivery on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Hey, baseball fans, a new season of Shocker Baseball is upon us, and new head coach Brian Green has his sights set on winning right away. Support Coach Green in his first season by purchasing season tickets and catch every game this spring at Historical X Stadium. It'll be the place to be with new additions to the outfield experience that are sure to turn Coleman Hill into a party. Grab your season tickets today by visiting GoShockers.com slash tickets or call 316-978-FANS. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM will be live in Las Vegas to bring you all the sights and sounds of Super Bowl 58. And no one hung their head and everybody was ready to go and now we're going to the Super Bowl and like I said, we're not done. Get ready for the Chiefs and 49ers in Super Bowl 58 right here on your hometown radio station. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Red Monday is brought to you by Bud Light the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. It's Duff McKagan's birthday. He's 60. Jackie, you know who Duff McKagan is? Well, he's in Guns N' Roses. Does he have, like, a podcast or something? I, I believe he does, yes. Yeah. Yeah, He's so he's still relevant. He's still going. Duff McKagan's birthday is today. One time is it? 104. We're out here at uh, Wichita Furniture and Mattress. We'll, we'll be all afternoon long. Come by and see us. 4200 West Kellogg. President's Day is right around the corner. So ask them about their President's Day sale. Ask about 0% financing. And also ask about their payments as low as $17 a month. Zero interest payments start at $17 a month. Wichita Furniture and Mattress, 4200 West Kellogg. And if you want to spruce up or create Man Cave for Sunday, come in and ask them about their delivery. If you pull the trigger today, that they can pull off before Sunday. You'll feel like you're at the stadium with the audio system, surround sound, subwoofers, and speakers. It's not just mattresses and furniture around here. They've got a gigantic showroom, and including in it is home theater systems. So get ready for Sunday and get your man cave ready out here at Kellogg and West, Wichita Furniture and Mattress. All right, Jack did us the favor of heading out to Royals Rally on Saturday. And he, among others, up there in KC, got lots and lots of Royals audio. And it was kind of foreshadowing 
that uh, we intended to play you some Bobby Witt Jr. audio, which we'll hear in just a little bit, but other bits of Royals audio as well that we'll hear during the Pulse uh, with myself and Chance Lebo. That's coming your way at 225. We're going to hear from J.J. P- uh, JJ Piccolo then, uh, but we're going to hear, hear shortly from Bobby Witt Jr. This, of course, two days before the announcement which came down right as we went on the air here at Wichita Furniture and Mattress, that Bobby Witt Jr. and the Kansas City Royals are in agreement on an 11-year, 288.7 or 8, whichever you favor, nearly $290 million contract extension, sources told the ESPN, a guarantee that will keep him in Kansas City as they attempt to build a winner, build a stadium with him front and center. Bobby entering his third major league season, one of the best players in baseball last year, and the contract will allow Witt to opt out after the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th years, according to sources. It also includes a club option after the 11th season that would add three more years and $89 million more dollars. So if he, if he rides it out, this is a 14-year deal worth $377 million. That's the ceiling. Jack, truth serum, full disclosure, full transparency, on Saturday, what kind of feeling did you get that the Royals and Bobby Witt Jr. were close to a deal? Define that for me, taking yourself back to Saturday. I mean, I'm not going to go as far to say that I, I was expecting it happening in the coming days, but I remember John Sherman was asked at the very end of his press conference, you know, where they were at, and he said, you know, it's a little bit of the owner speak of, well, we love Bobby, we love who he is as a player, who he is as a person, and the last thing he said, which kind of caught my ear, was we're working hard to get that done. Um, and that could have meant, hey, we're still having conversations. You know, some owners, I think, would do that. And in the past, I think the Royals would do that. They would just say, hey, you know, we're working on it. It's it's going to be a process. And in fact, I think we'd hear more of that. You know, the excuses um, of, well, you know, we're working hard. This is one of those things that takes a bit of time. But every time they've been asked about it, it's been pretty open that they're working hard at getting a deal done. I'll be transparent with you. I thought there was no way in hell there was going to be double-digit years attached to that. Mm, um, really? I Not even close to that. I mean, Did I okay. see a tweet by you that was in the seven- or eight-year range? Is that yeah. what you thought? I thought yeah. it was going to be seven or eight years. You'd buy the rest of his rookie deal. He'd be making a lot of money. But then he'd hit the open market at about 30 or 31. He could still make a massive deal from somebody else that was willing to pay that money. But what I always laughed at is people, and again, it's pessimistic fans, they thought the Royals were just going to let him walk. Like, rookie deal's done, bye-bye, you're going on. The Royals knew the type of player they had. It came down to could they afford him. And I will tell you this, it was paramount, vital, that they got a deal done before the regular season. Because when the regular season starts, the only thing that happens is the price goes up. right? The price is going to go up if he's chasing MVP numbers, if he tops next year, then you're talking about a 14-, 15-year deal, and he's going to want money that Fernando Tatis Jr. wanted, you know, that Bryce Harper wanted, that Manny Machado got. Of course, not in the stratosphere of Shohei Otani, what he ended up getting, but a lot of money, right, to be a very handsomely paid player. What I love about the structure of this deal is that he's going to have to turn down $35 million a year if he wants to hit the open market. 
uh, when that contract is like on his opt out year. I think there's an opt out. Yeah, and- you, you know that's that's the big thing with me with contracts nowadays. The opt outs come after the 2030, 31, 32, and 33 season. That's a big deal nowadays for people. Opt outs, opt out. Shohei Otani's got opt outs, doesn't he? Got multiple. Like Bobby does, um, I believe so. He's. I think there's like a no trade clause in there as well. Um, yeah, and Bobby's got one of those. Yes. Too. So the way it was structured, I think one it says a lot about John Sherman. You know, uh, John Sherman as an owner stepped into a role where there were a lot of angry fans that you know they were going to judge him based off of what happened immediately. And I just always kind of thought, you know, owners, they'll give you money to spend, but you also just don't want to say, hey, I bought the team. I just spent $1 billion. Here's $500 million to go spend on the team. Like, it takes a little bit of time in moving around money. We just think, right, with owners that they have endless money. Now, they've got a lot of money. Right. I'm not saying they're crying poor. Some owners do that. Yeah. They're, they're billionaires, and they say, oh, we can't give that extension or something like that. It was happening in Baltimore before they just sold the team that they didn't think they were going to be able to afford an Adley Rutschman or a Gunnar Henderson. But the Royals always seemed very adamant about this was important. They, they knew how vitally important it was to sign Bobby Witt Jr. long-term and really not see him play in another uniform. I mean, that's the beauty of this structured deal. If it was a seven- or eight-year deal – I think what I would have said is, hey, that's great. Not going to have to worry about it for a long time. But there's going to come a time in his early 30s where he's playing elsewhere and probably one of the best players in the game still. And that would have hurt to see. This is going to really make it difficult, depending where the Royals are at. I mean, think about it. When he gets to year 7, 8, or 9, are they downtown? Are they an AL contender? Are they selling out stadiums? Why leave at that point? And that's why I love this deal so much, is that if he wants to test the market – Somebody's gonna have to give him more than thirty-five million a year, which is a hefty price. I mean, this is the most absurd move we've ever seen the Royals make, ownership-wise, money-wise, and also coming off one of their most expensive off seasons. I'm sorry to say it for those that still hate him, but I don't. I think we all owe John Sherman an apology here uh, because we all fell victim to the downtown stadium. Oh, he's this you know, devil of an owner that only cares about moving the team and he doesn't want to be here like Major League and, and you know, wanting to move the team to Miami. Mm-hmm. I, think it, I think it took time uh, to construct a team like this. And I was texting some people, if the Royals did nothing, and I mean nothing other than sign Bobby Wood Jr. to an extension this offseason, it would have been one of a top five offseasons all time for them. Uh, just now be- it's number one. Oh, not even close. There's never yeah. been an offseason that contends with this because you've made a commitment to the – now and you've made a commitment to the future and that is one thing both Piccolo and Sherman said on Saturday Uh, John Sherman said you know uh, about spending money he said we felt it was time to make this big league team a lot better but also we want to replenish our farm system this year and they both kept you know emphasizing the point of we don't want to just be good one year we want to make sure we're set up five ten years down the road and I almost think between the lines reading between those lines it was setting up moves like this. And even John Sherman said about 2025 or 26, they had one player under contract until then. It was Seth Lugo, who's going to be in the final year of that deal that they have. So there's a lot of open money there. And clearly now they're going to have a lot of money tied up to Bobby Witt Jr. But he's a guy you want to have money tied up to because this is this is arguably the best player that's ever come through the organization. I know George Brett's going to have that honor until Bobby Witt Jr. rattles off a couple MVP awards if he ever gets there. But I've always categorized there's been three eras in Major League Baseball, or for the Royals, excuse me. Mm-hmm. George mm-hmm. Brett, and there was Beltron in the early 2000s, and now it's Bobby Wood Jr. There's people that want to tarnish Carlos Beltron. That's a guy that's been on the Hall of Fame ballot, right? Carlos Beltron 
was one of the best Royals all time. We just don't really think too much about it because they weren't that good back then. Same thing for Bobby Witt Jr. Comparison with the numbers, very similar to Beltron in the early years. But unlike Beltron's handling back then, they had to trade him because they couldn't afford him. They knew they couldn't have afforded him. Now it's, we have a star player. We like keeping our star players here. And I've never seen a move like this from this ball club. Small market teams cry poor all the time. Now we have our answer. John Sherman is not a owner that's going to cry poor. Did you know he got a signing bonus? I did, yes. Did you see the total? I did, yes. <laughs> because he's number seven, presumably, he got a $7,777,777 signing bonus. So Bobby Witt Jr. locked up for the foreseeable future and then some. An 11-year, nearly $290 million extension that could balloon to 14 years and over $375 million. All right, Jack, let's fire it up. Let's hear what he had to say at the, the Royals rally uh, on Saturday. Here's Bobby Witt Jr. two days prior to what we know now. What's the offseason like for you? Yeah, specific you're working on stuff? Just really just trying to just get better at all aspects, just trying to make sure my body's right for this whole season, hopefully go further than we did last year, and so just kind of... Try to stay healthy throughout this year, trying to get stronger, faster, and just kind of simplify things as much as possible. Just take it day by day, really, and just go about that. And then also got engaged, so that was another step in life. But, yeah, other than that, just been kind of getting after it, having fun, enjoying offseason, and kind of been chopping at the bit lately just because of weather hasn't been great in Texas. And so I just want to get back out to Arizona, get things going, meet all the guys and everything. What are you trying to do physically, you know, just making sure you're ready for this next season, especially after following up what you did last year? Where are you trying to improve on physically, physically that Yeah, just getting stronger as a whole from pretty much from bottom up, just trying to be as kind of physical as possible, just going into another year, year three, knowing what my body needs and what I need to do just to kind of get right and get ready. And so just the little things, just kind of make sure I'm just ready, get into a good routine in the offseason, not only working on, like, getting stronger and everything, but also working on mental performance because during the season, I feel like you work on that and then the guys will shy away from it during the season. So just trying to keep the mind sharp in the off season as well as trying to come come into the season strong. When is it, it flipped? I know the off season is kind of a cycle where you relax and then the training ramps up. Um, you said you're chomping out a bit. So when did that kind of start for you? Probably, honestly, after the last game of the year. <laughs> but no, but yeah, just really took some time off and then just kind of took it day by day. Didn't want to really worry about too too much ahead and worry about what happened in the past and just kind of build off the good things learn from the bad things that happened last year and just go about that and then just try to kind of just get better each and every day and just really just focus get good routines for each and every week in the off season um, make sure I'm ready to work out each and every day make sure I'm healthy and just stay strong and just try to kind of get better like I said what was it like watching the, the offseason moves being made this this uh, winter with the team? Fired me up. It was it was awesome. Just seeing the moves, seeing the guys that we're getting, and it's 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 gonna be awesome. And just being able to spend just a couple couple hours with the guys, it just already seems like we're already a great fit. And just I'm really that's another reason why I'm ready to get out to Arizona, just to meet the guys, be around the guys, just learn about them, and just talk to them, and just get ready for this this season. I'm sure you had. I'm sure you always had faith you can have the breakthrough you had last year. But I but as you look back now, what do you think? Turn the light on for lack of a better term. I think just being myself, really. I think um, went into last year, kind of same thing as my rookie year. I'm supposed to be this guy, this number one prospect, whatever, on paper and everything. And I come in, I try to put the whole team kind of 
on me. And so once I realized, just go out, just worry about today. Don't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day and just kind of be myself. And I think at the second half of the season, it kind of clicked and just went out there, had a good, was prepared, just trying to be as prepared as possible to go into each and every day. Not, not like I said, not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow, not going to worry about what happened in May, May 1st or whatever. And so just really just focusing on each and every day, taking it individualized, learn, play the game, learn about it. After the game, figure out what, what I need to get better at and then go home, refresh, wake up, new day. I think you were telling yourself that for a while before you were actually able to engage that. You know, am I right about that? It took a little while even telling yourself, okay, you're just, just. Yeah, present. I think it's just it's just myself just not being as, I guess, hard on myself and just going out there and just be, be me and just go out there and just know the work I do before the game. Almost make it harder than the game to make the game easier because this game's hard enough, and so just going out there, just try to do my job, do my part, and go out there and try to help the team each and every day. Bobby, entering your third year now, how much do you feel how excited fans are for you specifically, seeing your breakout, especially last year and the future that you'll have? Yeah, it's it's awesome just seeing the fans here today at Fan Fest, Royals Fest, and uh, just being able to be around them, just how they're talking about great season last year, and just ready to just kind of build upon it, and then seeing the guys that we signed this off season, seeing. <laughs> Seeing our core group of guys that we have here just kind of growing, uh, maturing, and just getting better each and every day. And so really just looking forward to just kind of getting getting out there in Arizona, taking it day by day, learning, getting better, and just trying to just get the season going. We talked to Danny earlier. He said the goal is to win the American Central this year. That's something you guys are really pushing for. Be sure in that similar mentality, and do you have like any expectations you want to put on yourself or the team as well? Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a goal. And like I said, I don't really like to – yeah, you set you set goals personally and as a team, but also like I said, just trying to take things slow, take it day by day, because that's really you just got to be in that present moment because you can't control. Just really comes down to control. You can tr- control, prepare the best you can, and just whatever happens, happens, and just go out there and just have fun, enjoy the game. This game, you never know how long it's gonna last, so take it all in and soak it up, and just be able to do your job. Bobby, you mentioned maybe potentially going up to Vegas for a game, but just seeing that winning mentality that's across the parking lot, how much does that try to permeate into you guys as you guys try to get the end of the championship level yourself? It's motivation for sure. You see you're out around Kansas City and you just see it's the week before the Super Bowl or and everyone's wearing red. And so like, what, what do we need to do to make that blue? And so that's definitely the goal. But it's awesome just to see what uh, Patrick's doing for the team and just how they're coming together and just just what they've done during the season, people are like, oh, they're not the same Chiefs, and they come in the playoffs, and it's just they turn it on. So what can we do to flip that switch and start from pitch one from this year, this this season? And so just try to – I think it's more motivation than any, anything, just seeing what they've done and seeing what they're doing, and just the fans love it. How much have you learned from a guy like Patrick just spending time with him, of course, with the trainer and everything, just about that winning mentality and just keeping your body adjustable for a season two? I'd say he's – a role model to me, for me, just how he goes about it both on and off the field and how he can lead a team, not only by just by example, but just as he does vocally and everything. And so it's it's great to see it. It's great to kind of be kind of there in that and just like even in the off season, like he's in season texting me, hey, see you working out how things are going. I'm like, wow, showing my fiance, look, you just texting me. This <laughs> it's pretty cool just to be able to get that. And, and so it's just, yeah, it's great just to have have him over there and do what he's doing for the city, and so it's, it's definitely bold. It's just like I said, role model. For me. How cool! How cool is it to have Seth Lugo on your side now? I know you guys faced him last year. He had a great game, and Michael Walker as well. Going out to know him for five years. Yeah, definitely. Those whenever you're competing against those guys and you're up there, like wow, this dude's this dude's nasty up there, and then 
join your team, it's always it's always awesome. I think yeah, I walked through. He was like seven a third no hitter against us, and so yeah, definitely want those guys on our side. Bobby, thinking back to like your walk off grand slam last year, how now that you've had some experience, motivated are you to have more of those big moments in front of bigger crowds with more wins with the team? Yeah, definitely. It just goes down to slowing down the game and just be there in that present moment, like I've been kind of preaching, and just go out there, enjoy it, and just take take what's given. Um, I'm trying to always hit that walk off grand slam if it is, or just trying to move the line, get to the next batter, and just be able to know that all those guys have your back, you have theirs, and just go as as a team, and so I think that that's what we're building here, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, it was a, did you guys have a group chat that was pretty active as you guys were making all these moves? Definitely, yeah. We have we have all sorts of group chats, whether it's kind of position <coughs> players, fantasy group chat, whatever it is. But yeah, definitely, guys, we're, we're feeling we're causing fun out there. Whatever the moves we made. How do you find out? Like, is it through the group chats that you find out on social media? Like, when, how do you find out that you guys are signing? Yeah, that, uh, just kind of that the MLB update that pops up on my phone or whatever it is, Twitter. I'm not really on Twitter as much, but yeah, just kind of whatever, just a, a text message from a guy and kind of just hearing it, seeing it, and then trying to get that dude's number, texting him, and saying how excited we are. Who coordinated the break by break post that you guys put up? Um, I think it was me. Vinny was pretty fired up because, like I said, I'm not huge on Twitter X, whatever it is, and so like he's big on that, and so I was like, man, that's that's a good good thing out there. But yeah, definitely just just a building block of what's to come. And so I think if you just keep stacking those bricks, keep taking it day by day, build a fortress. All right, there was Bobby Witt Jr. from Royals Rally on Saturday, and we know now that he is going to be Royal for a long, long, long time, if we didn't know it already. It was official earlier today. Long-term extension for Bobby Witt Jr. It's 123. We continue on from Wichita Furniture and Mattress, 4200 West Kellogg. We'll be out of here until 4 o'clock Yours truly and Chance Lebo will be in for Pat from 2 to 4. So we're not going anywhere, and you got to come on out and see us and ask about, in addition to uh, jazzing up your man cave with some Sonos home audio system and surround sound, etc. Also recliners with cup holders for your man cave, LED lighting as well. And when it comes to bedroom and mattress sets, you can buy in bundle and make easy monthly payments on entire bedroom sets. Or you can ask about and and or ask about their President's Day sale too. Ask about zero percent interest and payments that start as little as seventeen dollars per month. Pat Strothman is in the air right now. He's nearing the southwest corner of Kansas, approaching Liberal over the next five, ten minutes possibly, so he's almost out of the state. We're keeping an eye on his flight as he heads out to Vegas, and we'll have all kinds of stuff from Radio Row starting tomorrow out in Las Vegas. It's 124, and we come back, we need to talk Jayhawks. They manhandled Houston, and the KUK State game is tonight, so we'll talk to Matt Tate, brought to you by Super Pools. That's next. The Shane Dennis Show will be right back. On ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. 
Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Brian Davis with another great special on Jose Cuervo 1.75 liters, only $32.99. Plus, grab a Sam Adams 12-pack for just $14.99. Davis Liquor Outlet. Each store independently owned and operated. Neighborhood locations with superstore pricing. Hi, I'm Roger Schofield at Schofield Honda. When I ask people why they shop here, they give me three reasons. Selection, location, and reputation. We've got a great selection of all makes and models on our pre-owned lot and the most used Hondas in the state. We have two convenient locations on East Kellogg and on West Central, and both offer service for all your vehicles, not just Hondas. We stand behind our nearly 70-year reputation with our nationwide limited lifetime warranty on all new Hondas and most pre-owned vehicles. So come see us in East or West Wichita at Schofield Honda. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, People are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual usual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Brown, 
55 today. Wichita Furniture and Mattress, where we are, Kellogg and West, 4200 West Kellogg, to be precise. We'll be out here until 4 o'clock. Come by and see us. Jazz up that man cave. Uh, spruce up the bedroom set if you're due for new uh, bedroom mattresses, end tables, things of that nature, mattresses. Uh, also, President's Day sale. That's around the corner. Zero percent interest on their President's Day sale. Ask them about that. We are going to talk some KU basketball here next, and it's brought to you by Super Pools. And they would like to let you know that they can turn your dream into a reality by giving your family the backyard you've always wanted. Give Jenny a call today or go to superpoolsusa.com. Mention ESPN Wichita and get a free robot cleaner for all new builds. Call Jenny at 316-880-3900. Superpools brings us Matt Tate, our KU Hoops Insider. And Matt, welcome to the show, first of all. Uh, Bill Self said that that was the best crowd of the year against Houston, a game in which Jayhawks manhandled the Cougars 78-65. First of all, we'll start with the crowd. Do you agree? Is that the best of the year? I think I think probably, yeah. And, and you know, I think that that's nice of him to give them credit because they deserve credit. It was loud. Um, I, I sent out a tweet that around noon that day I was trying to put my one-year-old daughter down and uh, for a nap, and it it turned out that that she was just preparing me for my for the loudness. <laughs> my ears were conditioned for it by the time I got to uh, to Allen Fieldhouse because she had been screaming she didn't want to take a nap. So um, yeah, it was loud. Um, but as much as Self wants to give the credit to the crowd, which which is very cool, um, they had a reason to be loud, yeah. and that team gave them the license to be loud and so i think it's a it's a mutually beneficial thing there there's no question about it because that look you know more so than anything i mean not just this particular edition of the kansas basketball team but um as many as i've seen i don't know that there are too many teams that have played better than that um start to finish offense defense the whole bit i mean they were they were phenomenal so you know, when you when you put that product out there, they better be loud or you need new fans. That's right. Yeah, the, the, the Jayhawks led by 15 at half. They were going against a team that had averaged giving up 53 points per game. Now, anybody that thought the KU was only going to score 53 at home, I think, was probably uh, delusional. But they also had not allowed, allowed more than 72 in a game all season long. And KU just dismantled them. And you mentioned it, and you, it's astutely pointed out. Both sides, offense, defense, for pretty much the whole 40 minutes. Uh, 23 to 11 at the second media timeout, and I think at that point we thought, wow, KU's really clicking, but I didn't feel like that they ever really had a fall off, and Bill Self talked about uh, making Houston defend all 94 feet, you know, length and width-wise, besides actually making shots. What about the game plan that did you see, Matt, that maybe, maybe, uh, blueprint to uh, solving Houston, or was it just a high level of play by KU? Yeah, it, no, there's no doubt. I mean, it, you know, as much as that was a, a big win for Kansas, and and they executed that that game plan of attacking the pressure, and then you know, I think the way self worded it after the game was, you know, um, attacking the pressure, and then and then you know, taking advantage behind it. There, you 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 beat that trap, you beat that stuff, you know, as you cross half court. 
Um, once you do that, and you have to have really good players to do it, but once you do that, you're looking at three on two, four on three to the basket, and um, that's easy basketball then. It should be anyway, and, and you make the right play and the right pass, and, and, and things go your way very easily at that point. So um, I, I do think that as much as that benefited Kansas and the game plan was perfect, I, I would imagine it also has a chance to benefit Houston too um, because they understand like that is the blueprint now, right? And so we can't just we can't just you know hold hold steady and assume that that's going to work on everybody. Um, and it's sort of like a, a, a defense or a secondary will will disguise coverages, right? I would yeah. I would not be surprised if they spend some time working on like all right, we're going to show them trap. They're going to attack it, but they're going to actually attack right into what we want them to attack into as we back off and they come into us and then they don't know where to go. I mean, whatever. That's getting into Houston way too much, but I you know, I, I think those those high level matchups, those high level games, two really good coaches going at it. Um, win or lose, everybody, you know, only one team can come out with the W, but everybody stands to benefit when teams like that play each other because you learn so much about your team, um, what went well, what didn't go well, and and you know, and Kansas did too. Like if you would have said that Kansas was going to turn it over eighteen times and Houston was only going to turn it over three times, um, <laughs> I think. I would have certainly said Houston wins by 20, and I think anybody you would have told that to would have said similar. Uh, Houston wins by double digits, right? And and yet somehow that was exactly what happened. That was the turnover margin, and, and Kansas made it, you know, irrelevant. Um, so that tells you how good they were um, after they – after they beat the pressure, after they attack, and, uh, and and really it was the first five minutes. I think you nailed it. I mean, it was twenty three to eleven, and then I think thirty to fifteen. Um, but but for my money, it was the sixteen to eight. They got up, you know, they got up in that first five minutes, sixteen to eight, and it wasn't like an eight point lead is insurmountable. But the way that in that eight point lead was was acquired, um, you could tell that it was it was going to be Kansas's day right there. Houston was on its heels. Kansas was in attack mode, and uh, obviously the building was behind them too. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a really, really impressive performance. And um, you look at the standings; Kansas is right back on top. They're right back in the mix. They're in the thick of this thing, possibly even considered the favorite today. And oh, by the way, they're still eighteen and four overall and ranked in the top five in the country. So, you know, all is well here in Lawrence. I mean, people are are smiling. I'm looking at sunshine right now, and. <laughs> And uh, we get to go over to Manhattan tonight and see, uh, see, you know, if this team's been able to kind of come down from that high, which is, which is, you know, in a short turnaround like that, no easy challenge. I mean, that's, that's going to be a really interesting game tonight, even though on paper it looks pretty lopsided. Jayhawk insider Matt Tate joining us. R1S1sports.com is where you can find him. Sign up for exclusive content there. R1S1sports.com. Wave the wheat. Matt Tate brought to you by Super Pools. You mentioned it, uh, Jayhawk fans. A uh, little spring in their step after doing what they did against Houston. That's understandable. Should we think differently about Kansas after what they did? Like, for example, okay, we know that's in them now. So should we view them in a little bit different or better light? Uh, you know, Hunter Dickinson said this on, on Thursday last week before this win, but, but he was sort of projecting, you know, hey, if we, this is a big game because if we can get this win, I don't know that very many teams, if any, would have wins over Kentucky, Yukon, Tennessee, and Houston. And he's exactly right. I mean, those are, those are four major 
major carrots to have in in your uh, resume there. Those, I mean, those are amazing wins. Those are seed line wins. Those are, um, you know, the types of wins that you're expecting Kansas to have year after year after year. So the fact that they have four of them already, and, oh, by the way, they stand to have a few more if they keep um, winning, you know, because the Big 12 is so difficult and they get another shot at Houston down the road and all that stuff. I mean, um, it, it's hard for me to look at their resume and not see – this thing trending toward, you know, another one seed. Um, they they got to win. You know, you're not you're not going to be a one seed with seven, eight, nine losses by any means. Yeah. So it's up to them to still, you know, win at the level that you have to win at in order to, to be in that conversation. And they're probably, you know, I don't envy the committee at all. It's a it's a it's a really good year so far. There's probably already six or seven teams up there that are in the conversation for a one seed. And, and of course, you know, all of those teams have to finish the year, too, and sometimes that stuff sort of, um, you know, works itself out and, and the cream rises and all that stuff. But, yeah, right now, I mean, I think that, that you know, anybody would look at Kansas and say, a um, couple of hiccups on the road. Other than that, they've been as good as the preseason number one can expect to be. And uh, I don't think anybody's looking at KU anymore going, What's wrong with Kansas? You know, whereas after losing to UCF and West Virginia on the road, that was that was the chatter, and people were were starting to wonder that, and and it was understandable. I mean, it, it was a valid question, and and a lot changed between those games and today. Um, number one, Johnny Furphy has emerged as a phenomenal option and really rounded out that starting five and. You know, as long as they stay healthy um, and stay hungry, which there's no question about that second part, um, th- they've got all the pieces and all the all the all that it takes to to really make a run and 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 be a Final Four and national title contender, which is exactly what people expected. You know, um, last summer and in the preseason and when the polls came out and all that stuff. So um, it's been a different road to get to this point, and they still have a lot of that road to travel, but. Um, it's uh, it's it's got a destination that we've all seen before. That's for sure. And and you know they they're only getting better. I think that's the most important thing about this team right now. They they continue to show that on the defensive end, and then as a group, as as a team with some connectivity and and chemistry and things like that, um, they're only getting better still. So they're they're dangerous. There's no doubt. Is there enough uh, petroleum, enough fuel between Kansas and Kansas State? that it doesn't matter that K-State lost a game that they were probably uh, expected by all to win and they're going to be extra revved up for Kansas, or is there nothing to that? KU and K-State stand on, stands on its own. Um, Boy, yeah. I, I, you know, what have they lost? Four in a row, I think, right? And, yeah, that's and, right. You know, Oklahoma State's absolute trash and they were playing without one of their starters and best players and and k-state still couldn't beat them so again everything on paper is going to say well this should be an easy kansas win but it's there's no there's just no such thing as that i mean yeah jerome tang's a good coach he has some talent over there they're not they're not as good as they were last year um they may not even be top half of the big 12 but they've shown that they're competitive with with teams that are and uh you know if they get hot they could certainly be uh, a, a top five or six team in the conference very easily. You know, that's the beauty of this conference. You have that opportunity to go out and prove it. And uh, so I would imagine that they're looking at tonight, forget about the last four games, forget about the last couple of weeks, 
forget about the future. I mean, this is a this is a uh, an opportunity for them to to kind of get their season situated and and back on the right track. And and um, you know what better way to do that than against your rival in front of a building that's obviously going to be on fire and and uh, on a big Monday broadcast on ESPN. I mean, that, that not only shows your team and your fans what you're about and, and what you could still possibly be, but it shows the whole country. So um, Kansas, and, and Self put it perfectly after the Houston game. He said, I, I think we're probably going to be in an environment on Monday night much like the one Houston was in today. And yeah. he's right on the money. And he's been over there a million times and, and felt it and seen it. And so he knows how to coach these guys to prepare for it and be in it, but Hunter Dickinson's never played there. Johnny Furphy's never never played there. El Marco Jackson's never played there. Nick Timberlake's never played there. There's enough guys on this roster that are a big part of this roster that will be experiencing it for the first time. So you know you 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 got to throw it all out. You got to assume that um, this is a coin flip game and it's going to be a hard game for Kansas to win. Um, and and. And when that's the case, and when that's what you're facing, and that's the, the, the real honest truth, um, a, a game like this, I, I don't think they will care so much about executing and style points and did we perfectly do what our, what our game plan was or, or play perfectly to our scouting report or anything like that. I think as long as they have one more point than Kansas State does at the end of the game, They'll take it, and they'll move on to, to Baylor next weekend and, and feel good about getting out of there with a win, regardless of what it looks like or if it's pretty or not, because you just can't worry as much about that stuff in these types of games. Our Jayhawk insider, Matt Tate, brought to you by Super Pools. You can hear the coverage starting tonight at 6.30. KUK State tip-off at 8 right here on ESPN, Wichita 92.3 FM. We'll catch up with you next time, Matt. Talk about Baylor and Texas Tech, two more ranked opponents for KU. That sounds good. I will be at all of those. And, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to tonight. So, you know, I, I love going to Brandlands. I think it's a, a wonderful environment, and maybe not all year and maybe not for every game, but certainly when Kansas gets there, uh, that place is, is as good as anywhere, and it's really cool to watch. So it should be fun, and I think the key is to watch Hunter Dickinson and how he plays to the crowd tonight. That'll be fun. Sounds great. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. All right, when we come back, we need to – Find out how I'm old and Jack's young. That's brought to you by Farha Roofing. Whether it's a repair, service, or replacement, Farha Roofing is the team for you. Visit Farha Roofing or visit FarhaRoofing.com. We rise above the rest. Before we get there, I want to remind you that ESPN Bet is now live in Kansas as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet, the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. You sign up today, new users will get $100 in free bonus bets making any sports book bet. Find all your favorites, like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm old Jack Young from Wichita Furniture and Mattress. Next. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. 
They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at envisionus.com. Basketball fans, get ready. Sunrise Christian Academy Visit Wichita and the Wichita Sports Commission proudly present the second annual Air Capital Hoop Fest, February 15th and 16th at the Garvey Center on the Friends University campus. Brace yourselves for a showdown of epic proportions as four of the nation's top high school basketball teams face off. Teams in action include Sunrise Christian Academy, a local favorite, Link Academy from Missouri, Veritas Academy from California, and Wasatch Academy from Utah. Get your tickets today at visitwichita.com slash get dash tickets. Hello, this is Jeff from CBD American Shaman Derby. We can help you rediscover romance through natural elevation. Boost your endurance and satisfaction with our horny goat weed. It's our blue pill for him and her. Happy Valentine's Day. Life is better with the feather. Toppers Plus Truck Accessories has moved to a new location at 333 Northwest Street. Whether you're working or playing, Toppers Plus will get your truck ready with Rhino Linings. Nothing beats a Rhino, the leader in sprayed-on truck bed liners that outperforms plastic drop-in rubber mats and paint-like coatings. They won't crack, peel, or warp and include a lifetime warranty. Toppers Plus, your Rhino dealer. Visit our new location at 333 Northwest Street or toppersplusks.com. Make your truck work for you! Hey, baseball fans, a new season of Shocker Baseball is upon us, and new head coach Brian Green has his sights set on winning right away. Support Coach Green in his first season by purchasing season tickets and catch every game this spring at Historical X Stadium. It'll be the place to be with new additions to the outfield experience that are sure to turn Coleman Hill into a party. Grab your season tickets today by visiting GoShockers.com tickets or call 316-978-FANS. My sister was always running late. Kyle thought speed limits didn't apply to him. Dad drove a big pickup. She'd floor it between lights. He thought he was on a racetrack. He thought he was invincible. Ran a red light. Didn't see the curve. Crashed into the median. I miss her. I miss him. And that's why I don't speed. Don't speed through life. If you won't slow down for yourself, do it for them. A message from the Kansas Department of Transportation and your law enforcement community. Total by Verizon is wireless that goes all in for you. That means unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, priced by us at $25 a line for four lines on the unlimited plan. And as always, no contracts. Sounds pretty hard to beat, but all in is all in. So we added international calling to fill the year with more. Hey, girl. Because it can't be total unless it's all in. Find a store and exclusive deals at totalbyverizon.com. Monthly rate when you activate with auto pay discount beginning the month after you enroll plus tax and fees. Additional restrictions apply. See website for data management practices and full terms. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. The Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I, I don't like losing any any games. We always had everything we wanted in front of us, and we had that mindset. Coach Reed preaches that every single day we come into the building, and no one hung their head. Everybody was ready to go, and now we're going to the Super Bowl, and like I said, we're not done. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I'll see one What's the, that? One of the people in there. Owl City featuring oh, yeah. Carly Rich. You're gonna that's a you're gonna do the train thing on a Monday, Shane. It's 149, bro. We're almost out of show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're Chance is here. Yeah, that's true. We do. Spoiler. Me and Chance for the next couple of hours, because Pat 
is high above New Mexico right now. Uh, also, full disclosure, Jack, Marco gave me these guys. Uh, well, there's somebody else in this song. Besides and Owl you, City and Carly Rae Jepsen? Oh, I, th- I just heard you say Owl City. Yeah. Well, damn you, Come Marco. On, I know me some Carly So you're Ray. telling me. Hold on here. Yes. You're yes. telling me you can forget who I gave you t- two days before, but you can remember something Marco gave you? <laughs> yeah. You want to know the difference? <laughs> What's that? I love this song. That's why. <laughs> it is a catchy, catchy tune. It toe tapper. So, as, as so Shane catchy. Dennis would famously say, toe tapper. It is a toe tapper, yes. I have seen this. I got a little, uh, of course, you know how YouTube is. It remembers everything that you watch. And uh, Carly Rae Jepsen and Al City pop up every so often when I'm uh, when I'm researching the stuff for the show. And I'll drop everything I'm doing and click on it it's a solid crew yeah they got some bangers there's chance me and chance coming your way for the pulse from two to four we will talk about including but not limited to we're uh, watching <laughs> watching <laughs> pat fly on uh on zach's phone come into wichita furniture and mattress even if you don't want any furniture and uh you can watch pat fly to uh Las Vegas. I got a request. At 32,000 feet. Yeah, go ahead. Well, since Chance is joining, I feel like the the initiation he has to do is instead Uh-oh. of you, he leads it off with the, what's up, Wichita? <laughs> I was asked if I was going to say that. What are you <laughs> asked to, and I vote Chance. All <sighs> right. We'll, 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 de- we'll figure it out. We've got uh, 11 <laughs> minutes to decide. All right. Um, uh, born day. What is today? February 5th. Celebrating his 32nd birthday, Neymar. Soccer. Yep. I'm having to not look over my shoulder because Shane's got his, yeah, uh, got his laptop right there. Yeah, I got it right here. Uh, turning 39 today, Cristiano Ronaldo. Didn't know they shared a birthday, but. Can you believe that? Soccer. That's big, huh? Yeah. S- uh, sharing a birthday with Cristiano Ronaldo. Same day, same year. Lawrence Maroney. Yes. Um, Lawrence Maroney was a running back. <laughs> That's right. He was. Very good. University of Minnesota. Patriot. Former Gopher, former Gopher great. Yes. Also true. I always got Maroney and Steven Jackson mixed up. Number 39, dreadlocks, running back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big burly running backs both. Steve Jackson was a great running back on Madden. Mm-hmm. He was. Brian Mormon, 48. Let's go football. Chance? Brian Mormon. He's not wrong. Can you tell me anything uh, further? You're right, Jack. Football. Didn't go to BYU. I can almost guarantee that. uh, Oh, clever. But uh, no, is he a defensive player? Nope. He's a punter born in Wichita and went to Pitt State. Huh. Roberto Alomar, 56. Baseball. Correct. Hall of Famer. Born Puerto Rico. I'm not sure why I said that. Um, like, what's his name from something about Mary? Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> Brett Favre? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Brett Favre. <laughs> not Brett Favre. <laughs> Have you seen my baseball card? Uh, yeah, that's what's a, his name. Her, her brother's name? Yeah, her brother's name. Um, Dewey, Stewie. Oh, no. no. 
Hold on now. I want to be the oh, one to find this. I want to say Ben, but it's not Ben. That's no, Ben Stiller. He's right. the actor. And Ben Stiller. They're Warren. They're but Warren. Warren. <laughs> Why Frank did you think of that? Well, because I said when you said Roberto Amar, I went baseball. And I said, I don't know why I said it. Like the guy from <laughs> something about Mary. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, categorize that under some of the movies they couldn't do today. Uh, that's oh. one. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Uh, real quick, Daryl Waltrip, 77. Uh, baseball. For God's sakes. Chance. Is he a NASCAR driver? Zach's yes, over he here is. like a oh, driver over here. What do you here. mean, he's for guy, God's he's sake? That, he's a guy that says boogity, boogity, boogity at the beginning of every race. <laughs> Let's yeah, go racing. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Now you get it. Also, Craig Morton and Roger Staubach. All right. Well, Hint, Roger Staubach. They both Staub- did the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Staubach was a, was a cowboy, and Craig Morton was a Bronco, I believe. And a cowboy. Oh. Yes. They Will this be my time to bring another. up the Charlie Pride Dallas Cowboys song? We're going to talk about Roger Staubach from the 70s. You always, you don't need my permission to play <laughs> uh, play uh, Charlie Pride. Been told Brian Mormon is also a national champion of Pitt State in track and field in the hurdles. Hmm. Wow. Thanks, listener. Who says punters aren't athletes? He must have run a lot of fake punts back. Was he Marquette King before Dude, Marquette King? He did. Yeah. Google him in the Pro Bowl. Oh, was he, was he the one that got lit up by Sean yes, Taylor? That's yeah. Him. That's that, awesome. That was Brian Mormon. R.I.P. Glad he's still alive after that hit. <laughs> Uh, born on this day, now dead. Hint if you need it. Henry Aaron. Hank. <laughs> Good. You could argue, I don't want to say underrated, but maybe not talked about enough for how great he was. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. I agree. You know you could take away all of his home runs and he'd still have 3,000 hits? Yeah, right. It's ridiculous. He's also up there with the few that, you know, Barry Bonds' career war was 162, exactly. Aaron's oh. not far behind, 143. 25-time All-Star. You know, talk about longevity, especially that day and age where, you know, they're, you know, smoking cigs and drinking oh, beer yeah. in the dugout. I mean, the fact that he made it that long. And I don't get the feeling that Hammer and Hank was smoking cigs and drinking no, beer. No, maybe not. Maybe yeah. he was the trendsetter. Maybe he was on creatine or something way before everybody else was. But yeah, yeah he, you know who was smoking cigarettes and drinking beer? Jim Leland. Correct. <laughs> Billy Martin. <laughs> he was smoking cigs and drinking yeah. beer, too. All right. There's that for that, but don't you worry and don't you go anywhere because after this short time out, the pulse with me and Chance Lebo will come your way. We'll talk about, including but not limited to, what happened to K-State against Oklahoma State, some Royals audio, some Super Bowl chat, Beast of the Week, Sunflower Showdown look, and Mount Rushmore Monday. What's not to like? Come out and see us. Wichita Furniture uh, Mattress, 4200 West Kellogg. I'll be out here till 4 o'clock. Come by and see us. Stick around. The Pulse is next. Beware of the fog. Kansas Jayhawks hit the hardwood every game right here. Wow! What ball movement! They share it and they throw it down. There's nothing like Kansas basketball. A 